When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well met, fellow adventurers. I'm back in the city of Twithick, where nearly everything happens. Seriously, a lot, a lot of stuff that happens in this city. Way more oddly enough than in the capital. I guess it's, I guess it's one of those. I guess Tilsa is one of those countries where the capital city isn't the biggest city. The capital city is mostly an administrative area. It's where they it's where they put all the government, but it didn't attach all the business, it didn't attack it didn't attract all the culture. It didn't get all the money. It's not the biggest city. Which, you know, like like in like in the US, whereas Washington DC is a comparatively small city. Well, part by design, part just because other cities on the coast, or just for some reason became huge. In Trinidad, like in Tosa, the capital, it's big, but it's I don't, well. The thing is, you don't really have popular. You don't have pop. There's no real way to estimate population here. Here for either the city, but. But judging on just the amount of stuff that you can do in Terrific, it's uh it's a bigger city. But maybe it's just it's just more it's just more it's just that the story just goes here more. You can't tell. Yeah, it, it anyway, it's a big city. Here we go, adventures, dreams and whispers. Now this was the Adventure Appreciation Month Adventure for 2019. Now, the Adventure Appreciation Month is a special event that happens each year, September, usually stretching into stretching into October, because sometimes it's often in two parts, where, where you get fabulous prizes. Pretty much. It's a yearly event. Now, sometimes the events just disappear. But the events are small. They happen once and then they're gone. And other times, other times, like Curada's Tombness below, they stay, they stay pretty much intact. And then, then another times, like, like Untold Heats of Bone, which happened the next year, that you, you get all the quest points, you get most of the, you get the big rewards, like the, like the SP boost, but other rewards like Adventure Tokens or XP are scaled way down. Because this this is sort of a loyalty thing. 
If you've been playing the game for years and you keep turning up for a long time, you will get more of these special events on your character. So they'll have more stuff and more boosts. And then, the people who turn up, who just haven't been playing for years and have just turned up, they get all the content, they get to see the quests and the story, but they don't get all the rewards. And I think that's probably a fair way to do it, really. Because you don't want to make this big quest and then just throw it in the trash after after the time's up. Because then that's all, you did all that work, and it's, it's for nothing. But you want to reward people who've kept playing for years and years and years. Uh, especially in the old times when it was a yearly subscription. Because that's, you've paid the subscription for years and years and years. But now it's, you play for years and years and years. And you, you've either, you've probably helped out in other ways. You've probably talked about the game. You probably you might have bought packages. Might have, might have done things. You've probably done things. You've only, you've only just bringing it up to people. So yeah, it's a loyalty reward. Anyway, dreams. Now this, I suspect it's been nerfed, but I've never actually played it out since since it was first came out, and then it was with withdrawn. And remade. Something was done to it and it was put back. I do not know how rewarding it would be. The first time round, it was very rewarding. I'm not, not going to reveal how much, but very much so. Anyway, let's start the adventure. Silent Dreams and Strange Awakenings. Bark on this adventure. And except from the ragged... Pages of the Journal of High Mage Kimberbark of Rockdock. The cube is gone. It is not impudent to suggest my own realisation of its hold of me is what led to its departure. But there, there is much I have yet to fathom and may never discover. It is gone. For the loss of its lurking scrutiny and, no, and doubt-stirring whispers, I should be grateful. Yet I can think of nothing else. In the same breath, drawn to curse it, I can't hope for its sudden return, and would part and would and imagine an impassioned reunification with the with the fiendish bit, but I bay most certainly, and yet I would as soon welcome it as I would banish or destroy it. I've, be, I've become the follower I daringly courted, and most desire to eschew. The world and its myriad convulsions offer me no longer so easily affected. The guiding wembling whispers have given way to trembling silence. Sleep may yet avail me, but, but it was in a dream at first to arrive. A notion, a visitation, a silent cataclysm disguising a nobility of purpose I have yet to comprehend. It is beauty, it is perfection, it is wisdom, it is clarity, it is terror and kindness, fury and silence. Grin, death, and fantastical illusions. It never was, and always is. And now, beyond all comprehension, the cube, the cube is gone. It is mine, and I will have it back. Dawn in the city of Rocknar. K 
capital city of Plaidon. Tullingar, squirting in the face of the sun's first waves, moves closer to the edge of the causeway, endeavouring to gain a better vantage of the sluggish channel churning past the foot of the embankment. He hated making morning rounds, and in particular, the predictably uneventful patrol of the great causeways that, fa- that, that, that flanked the outer one parts of the citadel. The stroll along the broad backs of the ancient barriers in the shadow of the great fortress made him feel impossibly small and hopefully insignificant. He was a competent swordsman, a trained warrior who had sworn an oath to defend the kingdom and queen. This morning, like most mornings, he recited the honour pledge, word for word, under his breath, as he stood staring back into the dark water, drifting by the bottom of Broadrops, as they always did, the most familiar, elegant, high-minding sediments rang hollow. He wished death upon his queen, a plague upon his line, and grimly mused about the thrill of watching the towerly citadel and all its splendid splendour crumble into earth. With his next breath, he prayed to be given for wisdom for his queen, for the health and honour of her line. Then he spotted something in the channel below, and his heart hammered in his chest. Talagar slid and tumbled down the steep side of the causeway, making no attempt to stop at the edge of the weedy channel, hugging the base of the dike. Spl- splashing up, up in up to his knees, he latched both hands onto the blue cloak and tugged, and hauled a heavy bloated body onto the stony shoulder of the embankment. Breathless, his red face bathed in sweat, the guardsman grunted as he struggled to turn the corpse. Well, that's what it was. The, pa- the swollen, pale, sickly, muckly remains of a man's face despite the grotesque defigurement of death, exuded an unexplicable air of dignity. High mage Kimpatark. Telegar gasps and his face went flush. Struggling to control his rapid breathing only served to turn it wagging, wheezing. He steadied, steadied his footing in the shallow water, held his breath and lowered his face over the bread dead man as if close proximity would betray secrets, perhaps even invalidating his investigation. He sat down and inhaled heavily. High Mage Kimberdark was dead, and the Queen would know of it before the hour was out. An excerpt for another page of the journal of High Mage Kimberdark of Wagnor. Midnight will see this tale told to completion, and for that I am grateful. Waiting and hoping is ultimately ruinous to the body, mind and soul. For I should be thankful that each of these remain largely embellished. But for how long? How does does this end? How should I want it to conclude? My own desires pay no part in the reckoning that pines for darkness. The calculation that buys precious time, lurking in the thin shadows before the serene blanket of black. It is beauty and perfection. It is wisdom unconstrained. It is despair and pleasure. For the sake of neither, six notions, each resplendent in a majestic simplicity. The eternal flicker in its heart. A silver whisper. A rare and terrifying glimpse of the truly divine. How did she get it? Did she take it? Did it seek her out? The former seems improbable. The latter. Let's go. 
she will relinquish it to me. That which I have never wanted and still abhor will, before dawn, be again in my possession. A war will be again as it was. I will have it back. The dreams of late are silent and strange. The hour beyond midnight finds you lost in restless slumber, gently weaving to the mute ribbon of a dream, or to peaceably played your sleep over the last small while. Standing at the edge of a wing of pale light that envelops you, the old woman heedlessly presses her finger to needlessly presses her finger to her withered lips and slowly shakes her thin. A widening grim, revealing a gaping, toothless voice, stretches to a natural portion, proportions across her taunt, contorting visage, to seem suddenly to compose herself, and her expression promptly reverts to one of stoic indifference. She waves her hand at the floor, which only now do you notice lies concealed beneath the mist that eddies at your feet. There, rest on a raised ground stone, around which the fog nimbly flows, is a small, translucent blue cube, faintly illuminated by the thin silver flame, flickering, wildly flickering at its core. Is that cube that did somehow ended up killing the high mage of Warcorn? Or had or led to the mage killing himself? Or somehow there was a cube it was cute. The high, high mage had the cube. And it did something. He did something. And now he's dead. And it, somehow the cube is behind it. The cube, which is both wonderful and terrible. Effortlessly, as if buoyed by unseed hands, you rise and step towards the cube, eager to take hold of the curious object drawn to it for an inexistible desire to acquire and protect it. The old woman, her face now a smooth, featureless skin canvas, swings back and melts into the gloom at the fringes of this undefined space. Her final, frigid movements, scattering the mist, the mist dark that ravenously consumes her. Her last gesture, before being swallows the, the shadows, goes unnoticed. The entirety of your attention is focused on the cube. The silver flame at the heart of the cube briefly flares, emitting a glow that turns pale blue as it passes through the sides of the translucent hexagon. The glow spilling out the cube condenses into two hovering spectral images. The glossy likeness of claw flows just to the left of the cube, while to the white, the glowing image of the dragon slightly hovers. Now, in this part of of the adventure, you choose what's on the cube, and thus what bonuses it provides. Now, it's uh, it's all a bit bit complicated, but weapons in the old times, at least, weapons boosted your MR. Magical looking elf symbols boosted your NV and other sturdy symbols of tough things and nature. It's a bit, there's always a bit vague. Boosted your SP. Now I'm going to approach the claw image. Now, right, you get a red aura if it'll boost your NV. 
or at least used to. As you, appro as you approach the spectral image of a claw, its glow suddenly intensifies. You detect a weird red aura surrounding the glowing image. You feel strangely compelled to reach out for the ghostly claw. As your hand passes through the spectrum of your claw, its phantom fabric ripples and a strange feeling washes over you. Gonna pick a number, bonus of 60, 20 for mind, 20 for body, 20 for spirit. Gonna look at 75 or more, and I do. Success, 16 XP to general. The brim, the brim sensation fades, and the ghostly image of the claw briefly dims. Withdraw your hand, immediately notice it's enveloped in a faint red glow. You step back, and the glow surrounding your hand quickly dissipates. Yeah, and two more images now appear. There's an image of a claw and a dragon. I'll take that again. Alright, and... Alright, I'm going to... Approach the cube itself, and that gets new images. So I'm going to approach the fist. Apparently, you can't get the, the same image twice. So I'm going to reach out for this fist. Same, same check again. 60 bonus, 75 success, 16 SP. I approach the cube again for new ones. Approach the cube. There's a tree and an eye. Nope. And... There's a tree and a castle. I think those both boost SP. I'm going for NR. There's a spit. There's two more images: a spear and a feather. I'll take the spear Go for the spear and another red glow. All right, that's all right. Touch it again. What could it be this time? A sword. I'll take the sword. There, yeah, I'll take that. Approach the cube itself. What's turning up? A chalice and an eye. I think they both boost NV. Alright. Approach the bell image. It's blue. Yes, but blue means... Well, it meant they boost NV. I'm going to approach it again. See what turns up. An axe and a bell. An axe boosts where? Take the axe. Oh, failure. A strange dim... Sensation intensifies the ghostly image. The backs briefly gym. Suddenly, of a way, way of a bait, intense pain courses through your body. 110 Sanoma points gone. That leaves me with one left. All right, I'm, I'm going to heal a bit. All right, there's a bit of healing. I'm going to approach the axe again. And, yep, success once more. Approach the cube once more, and let's see what we got. I'll touch the... There's a dagger, a red one. 16 XP. Suddenly. Oh. Oh, oh, it's as powerful as it once was, apparently. You wake with a start, and stick bolt, bolt upright in your bed. Staring into the familiar darkness as you attempt to shake off the disorientation. Results from such an abrupt awakening. The soft whisper in the far corner of your womb sends your pulse racing. You strain with your strain your eyes in the direction of the sinister utterance and see nothing. As you scramble off the bed, you suddenly feel something beneath your fingers of the right hand. 
Much to your shock and horror, you lift your hand to discover the transient clue from your dream resting under your palm. Driven by a keen desire to acquire and protect the curious object, you quickly scoop it up. Sahedron of Perpetuity. It's melee rating plus 12. And that's because I I picked six red things. You can get, depending on your choices there, you can get different bonuses. It seems it's the same as it was when it was first made. So if you pick green auras, you get three SP for each of them. You pick a blue aura, you get one NV for each of them. And one NV is worth a lot in the later game. But at this stage in the game, MR is worth the most. So that's that's what I've taken. It might not be the best. It might not be the best option for a long-term play, but in the short term, melee ratings where it's at. A, a thin silver flame dances at the core, the core of this small blue translucent cube, randomly illuminating. Now this is a this melee rating plus twelve. This is a this is some this is an item which boosts your stats just by you having it. It doesn't. It just you just have it in your inventory, and it boosts your stats somehow, using its magical cube magic of weirdness, and it's called the hexahedron of purity. By the way, the thin silver flame dances at the core of this small blue translucent cube, randomly illuminating its its wavering light to illuminate one of the. Legions of six engraved signs. It is a curious object, no larger than a dime. It appears at odd moments. This was to odd moments, simultaneously casting doubt on your best laid plans while filling you with a profound sense of encroaching destiny. The cube is older than the stone from which it was carved, and yet young enough to escape the devouring eyes of the world's greatest recorded histories. It's ornate and magnificent, and at the same, same, very same glance, plain and foul. It's a token of peaceful benevolence and a relic of malicious wounds. You are driven by a keen desire to keep and protect the cube. Each of the cube's six sides contains one of the following enclaved images. A claw, a fist, a spear, a sword, an axe, and a dagger. And you see, those six images you choose, chosen the dream, are the ones that appear on the cube. So this entire, most of this quest was just customising, all those images you were choosing, you were customising what your cube does. Alright, and at the hour following dawn, finds you seated on the edge of your bed. Your white hand closed around the gloom, slowly as if you feel what might be believed. You unfurl your fingers and stare down at the small translucent object. Each of the hexadion squares bear an intricate engraving, which you immediately realise identical to the image you encountered in your dream. In the wake of your acquisition of the cube, the silent dreams that plagued your restless sleep abruptly cease. In the days, as the days pass, you find yourself growing more and more enamoured with the curious objects. 
spending long periods of time carefully studying the images engraved on its translucent faces. All the while, you're unable to assuage the terrifying notion that someone or something is secretly endeavouring to relieve you of your prize, stalking the unseen, stalking you unseen, waiting for the opportune time to sleep out their sorrows. You vow to keep the tube safe, to never let it leave your possession. It's a vow you quietly sight before closing your eyes at night. And again, upon waking, the cube is beauty, perfection, wisdom and might. Is order and chaos. It is nothing and everything. It is yours and you alone will have it. Oh dear. I think it's driven me mad. But it's boosted my stats. So I forgive you, cube. I forgive you, Cube. You're okay, Cube. You can drive me mad if you want, as long as you boost my stats. The Cube, now in your possession, the, ha- the hexahedron of perpetuity, is indeed the haphazard hexahedron of legend. This centred up his beliefs possess, among its many powers, the ability... To manipulate chance and chaos or to serve its own mysterious purposes. As the keeper of the hexahedron, you will come to know, know a keen desire to protect the cube against those who attempt to acquire it for themselves. Take a close look in the hexahedron and note the bonuses it's providing. These bonuses are a direct result of the choices you made in your dream, just before acquiring the cube. If you'd like to make different choices, be, for, be sure to change the Hexagon's bonus configuration. Be sure to quit your game without saving and try the adventuring nature again. Once you save the game, it will be too late. Acquiring the Hexahedron is only the first step. A follow-up adventure, simple choices, will be fight. Provide opportunity to further customise and enhance the benefits provided by the hexahedron. Look for simple choices soon to be available in Trithic. 128 XP to general and 32 XP to all skills and powers. Okay, that after that 12 melee boost, that barely matters at all. You've reached the end of Dreams and Whispers. Okay, I'm going to west. And wow. 12 MR for such a small quest. Uh, this this quest is a big deal. Statistically speaking. Narratively speaking, it's just a bit... There's this vague sense of mystery and dread, but it doesn't really seem to go anywhere. There's a, you have, There's this cube. It's probably going to kill me. But... It's going to make me a lot stronger before it does that. And who knows how long I have. It could be years before it decides to change Master. And anyway, if it does do that, surely I'll be... uh, It's probably better for it to be with me, an adventurer who can handle everything that comes its way, than it going to some other person who will get killed by it a lot quicker. Yes, no, I'm really just justifying myself. I want the boosts. I want the statistical boosts. 
That's so nice. Lovely cube. You're such a lovely, lovely cube. You make me strong. You lovely, lovely cube. Oh, how the lovely cube. 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 Yeah. Okay, I'm saving the game. Bye-bye, and oh, shall love the cube. The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.